You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number three. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. No Matt Rose. He's probably, he's probably munching on a biscotti. Maybe drinking an espresso right now. He's so sophisticated. He is. He'll fit right into Italy. He is. He has a very Euro vibe to him <laughs> with that beautiful mustache of his. He has a Didsbury vibe. <laughs> and, and I'm not dissing Didsbury, but he's right. a he's an Albertan through He definitely through. is. Oh, yeah. The handlebar mustache probably yep. going in full effect over there. Asking for craft beers all over Italy. <laughs> See if they have them. Uh, that's the voice of Eric Francis. He's in all week uh, from 7 to 9. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for this jumping is great. in. Oh, I love it. I gave you that extra hour of sleep. Julian McKenzie was here all like eager. No, I want to be in at six. I want to be here for the full three hours. You're like, nah. I remember early. being young and eager. Yeah. yeah. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, speaking of eager, you're super pumped to talk about Blue Jays. We're doing that at 830 with Shai Davidi. Yes. He's from Seattle. He's he'll be he's in Seattle right now for the Major League Baseball All-Star mm-hmm. game. Vlad Jr.'s in the home run contest. I know you can't stop talking about it during the break. Oh. Who's going to win? Again, yeah. I, when I said I would put all my money on Conseco, I've totally forgot about Ken Griffey Jr. Right. Uh, oh, the hometown kid. This whole, it'll be a hell of a battle. Yeah, that that clip of Conseco taking uh, the ball off the bean and then it's a home run is one of the greatest baseball clips of all time. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a great defensive player. No, he wasn't. But man, could he hit dingers. Uh, he was mm-hmm. all roided up, uh, Jose Conseco. So we'll talk to Shai Davidi um, at 8.30. But uh, we had Craig Conroy, the general manager of the Calgary Flames, on. At 7 o'clock, I asked him about the goaltending. And uh, these are champagne problems for the Calgary Flames. Obviously, there's bigger fish to fry here with Lindholm and Hannafin and Backlund and Tanev and Zdorov, all guys heading into uh, the final year of their deals. But do you expect the three of them here in training camp? I know you've kind of said it on social media that maybe Dan Vladar would be the odd man out here and he would be a guy a lot of teams would be interested in. Mm -hmm. Do you think we're starting the season with a Markstrom-Vladar tandem or is a Markstrom-Wolf tandem? I think I, I would assume they're going to start the season with Markstrom-Vladar. But, I, you know, Craig keeps talking about how important camp is going to be for Dustin Wolf, and that'll help determine what they do with him next. They talk about having a plan. And I don't I just don't know how you integrate Dustin Wolf unless there's injuries. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if one of the goalies gets injured, that's easy. You bring up Dustin Wolf and you give him – some runway, but all this harkens back to it was 2015, 2016, and the Calgary Flames had three goalies, and they really weren't sure who their guy was or their guys were. It was Kari Ramo, Yanni Ortio, and Ooh. Jonas Hiller, all notable, tough, notable goaltenders. But they all they the, the organization didn't know who was going to be the guy to carry the ball that year and moving forward. But they were pretty sure at least one of them or two of them. We're going to be their goalies of the future. Mm-hmm. Well, funny how things don't turn out sometimes. But that was a disaster. They started the season with all three guys on the roster. And they tried to, you know, give each guy a little bit of playing time. A disaster. You're eating up a roster spot. You're paying an extra guy. Right. You shouldn't be paying. Nobody was happy. None of the three guys were happy. So you can't start the season with all three guys up, nor would they. You at least have the luxury of putting Dustin Wolf up and down. That's a real bonus. If all three guys are on one-way deals, basically, boy, you got a real problem. You're going to lose somebody on waivers. Well, if you're Dustin Wolf and you get sent down to the Wranglers again, it's like, okay, uh, I'm in the two-time goalie of the year and I just won the MVP. 
what else do I need to prove here? And I know Connie just said it. He goes, uh, games are still games regardless of the competition, which I thought was very interesting that yep. he said. But still, if he gets sent down, it's like, all right, what else do I got to do here? I, I don't want to put a false deadline on it, but I don't think you could get past, like, say, the halfway point of this season with all three guys still in the organization. I, I mean, I, there's no question in my mind Vladar will be the odd man out. And I don't think there's any question that he's going to have quite a lot of uh, interest. Now, the problem is trading a goalie in season can be tough. Now, maybe some other team loses. I mean, goalies get injured. And and maybe somebody loses a guy for the season. And maybe they look at Dan Vladar as your perfect 1B. And uh, I think I think the sample size is strong enough. And his size is big enough. And his reputation as a real team player and, mm-hmm. and a real sponge uh, I, I think that there'll be a lot of teams interested, and I keep I keep mentioning when I'm on Toronto radio and such. I keep saying, "Don't be surprised if you hear the name Dan Vladar." Brad Trilving thinks very highly of him. Toronto needs a goalie or two right now. I know they they've qualified Sam Solonov, and they're going to go to looks like they're going to go to arbitration with him, which is never a good idea. Yeah. So anyway, I I, I happy to go into camp. From my view, it's okay to go into camp with all three guys. Dustin Wolf lights it up, then it's like, okay, now we got to trade Dan Vladar right away. Right. What do you think? I mean, do you, do well, you think? Well, you know that- what? I Everybody keeps telling me in this city that wait for the Jacob Markstrom bounce back. It's going to happen. Jacob Markstrom bounce back. Okay, he had one spectacular <laughs> season where he was nominated for the Vezina two years ago now. And then last year, he couldn't stop the first shot uh, right up there with um, Sergei Bobrovsky letting the first start, stop. First shot of the game in, but when I look that at Jacob Markstrom... That only happened nine times. Yeah, I know. It's only You're happened nine nitpicking. times. But if Jacob Markstrom's <laughs> even average last season, this team's in the playoffs, and everybody's saying, wait for the bounce. What if he doesn't bounce back this season? Then what? Well, then the organization's got a big problem, because you can't move a contract with three years left and $6 million price tag on it for a goalie whose stock is way down. Like, I, I laugh at people who I hear fans can be fickle, and people who trade Markstrom, trade Markstrom. That would be like trying to trade Johnny Gaudreau two years ago when he was a you know, 55-point guy or whatever he had. Nobody wanted him. Mm-hmm. You can give him away, sure, but you, you, know, you need to trade guys when their assets are worth a little more. Nobody wants Jacob Markstrom right now at $6 million. You're going to have to eat half that contract. So take that out of the equation. There is no option to trade Jacob Markstrom moving forward until he starts improving his play. But then if he starts improving his play and becomes the Vezina Trophy kind of guy he was two years ago, then why would you want to trade him? Mm-hmm. Because goaltending is the most important position. Uh, that's the voice of Eric Francis. He's in all week for Matty Rose. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sports at 960. The Van Shai from uh, Seattle, the site of the Major League Baseball All-Star Game at the bottom of the hour. Um, you mentioned uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Brad Tree Living, obviously the GM there. Um, why haven't we seen a tree in Conroy deal yet? I don't want to start any rumors, but Here Brad Trilliving is in town right now. He touched base with me on the weekend. Was he on the MLS uh, MLSE plane that we saw from the airport that had the old Marley's logo on it, which could or could not have been the real plane? Interesting. I didn't ask him how he got here. Well, I'm sure he didn't swim. He didn't like, swim. He didn't r- ride a bike. He could have rode a horse. Okay. It's all part of the theme, my friend. All right. He I'm was... sure he didn't drive. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Brad Trilliving in town. For oh. high-level meetings with Craig Conroy this weekend, and they, uh, no, I, I don't know if they met. I, I, I'm pretty sure they met and had beers. He's in town. Uh, Brad's uh, daughter qualified for the cattle penning. Oh, okay. At the Calgary Stampede. She's, she's big into horses, and so she qualified for that, so he came into town to watch her on the weekend. Ah. So, so it, 
when one is in town for a cattle penning, often you pair it with a major NHL trade. Sure. I Which I potentially could happen. So could you're, happen. what you're saying is, Eric Francis, William Nylander will be a Calgary Flame by the end of the week. That's Connect those dots from okay, the cattle like penning that. to Nylander. It makes a ton of sense to me. Yeah. I Hey, I, I think that would be as terrifying a move as anyone could ever make is to make it with your... Oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't want to call him your, his mentor, but the guy you worked under for all those years yeah. who taught you all the ropes and now he's come calling. That's just even a terrifying phone call, seeing it come up. Oh, no. Oh, no. I knew he'd call at some point and wanted to make a trade. <laughs> I'm terrified. Because um, Brad also has a pretty good reputation of coming out on top of a lot of trades as well. Sure. But if there's a trade of convenience, I don't think that Craig would shy away from it. And I think a Dan Vladar trade could be one of convenience. Uh, why can't I quit a William Nylander to Calgary deal franchise? Why can't I quit that? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't think that's... It, it's sexy. You know, I mean, the Calgary well, he, Flames could use a star yep, up he, front. And he's a good-looking gentleman, speaking of sexy. Sure, sure. You, We all have that our... That flow walking down 17th Ave, Francis, watch out. Yeah, I, yeah, that's quite the... That's quite the style. He was born here? He was born here. His father played here. Yep. I covered his, his father. His father's about the business. Like, his yep. father's like, just go get as much money as you want. And apparently, everybody's like, you're pricing yourself out of Toronto here, Willie. Yeah. Would you want to pay William Nylander $10 million to be a Calgary Flame long-term? And listen, but, uh, and hey, William Nylander, correct me if I'm wrong, is a Swede. <laughs> yeah, I can confirm and that. And we still have one spot left for a Swede. Yeah. Because we've only got six right now. Is that okay. right? <laughs> you know, you always have to have one third of yep. your roster has to be from Sweden. Yep. And so he'd be welcome with open arms here. I'm sure they all know each other. They're probably in Stockholm right now. Yep. At least two of them. Writing one up flame lines. and one of him. Yeah. Yep. Having a great time. Be great. Monday morning golf. Yep. And uh, no, I, I could see the connection. I mean, there, there's a need for Toronto to get rid of him at some point. And that's not the proper term. I mean, they love him there. Fans love him there. And organization loves him there. But there's just not enough room long term. Yep. So I, I could see that. And Calgary Flames could use a star. Calgary Flames need to get rid of, again, wrong term, but Calgary Flames have to part ways with at least one or two stars moving forward here. Mm-hmm. And the guy in Toronto calling all the shots is uh, very familiar with how good Elias Lindholm is, very familiar with how solid Noah Hannafin is. Mm-hmm. They're impediments, though, right? Hannafin wants to play in the States. Hannafin wants to sign a long-term deal with whoever he's traded to. That's not going to fit in Toronto. You don't think he'd sign with the Leafs? I think he might. I think if he can't come up with a long-term deal somewhere, then then for a one-year stop, he'd go. I'm sure he'd do it, and he'd like it. But you're not maximizing your return unless you let a guy negotiate his extension, like the Flames did with Kachuk in Florida. Right. Right. So, um, I I've heard something about an internal deadline with Lindholm and Hannafin. What do you think that internal deadline is, or when is that internal deadline? A month before the trade deadline, maybe. Yeah, but are we really going to go down that road this season? Well, I, I do think that would be a major distraction, right? It'd be a storyline all the time. Yeah, and again, you're going to have to ask these guys all the time about it. What's your future in Calgary? Because, again, if this team's in a playoff spot, come the trade deadline, or damn close to one. Then you're in a heck of a... Then well, you're going to trade away your number one center. In, yeah. Oh, no, it is. Yeah. It's better than being near the bottom of the standings and winning. The, the biggest thing you're looking forward to is the trade deadline to trade away and what you're getting back in return for Elias Lindholm. Uh, I know. But can they really play that game this season? Because if this team gets off to a good start and Jacob Marstrom can at least be, you know, 
above 900 save percentage, this team might be in a playoff spot come the trade deadline. Oh, and for then sure. you're like, then you're checking out. See ya. Uh, this organization, I don't know, three years ago, they were battling for a playoff spot and Trey Living was a seller at the deadline. You can do it. You can still do it. And people would understand in this market for sure. Now it's when you're leading the division, like the team was two years ago, you couldn't possibly have traded Gaudreau or Kachuk when you're there were legitimate Stanley Cup they contender. were they were contenders. Yeah. At least we thought. So yeah. you know, you can't trade a guy then. To me, if you're just on the fringe, people go, ah, well, we're yeah, we might make the playoffs if we keep these guys, but we're not gonna do any damage. So let's let's start looking to the future. This marketplace wants this team to look to the future more than anything else. Yes, this mark this fan base wants this team to make the playoffs. Every fan sure. base does. But they would rather them miss the playoffs or or, or falter or, or be traders at the trade deadline than continue to be in the in the middle where they always are drafting fifteenth, sixteenth, missing the playoffs by four points. You know, I think I can tell you that in the organization there's a there's a mindset that goes like this. Okay, unless we can get what we think we deserve for any of those three guys, then we're content to come into camp with them all. They're three of the biggest leaders on the team. Who knows? Maybe at least one of the three of them will will have a second thought. If we get off to a good start, they like the chemistry in the room. That is a pretty tight-knit group. Mm -hmm. And maybe they start the season, they say, you know what? I will stay long-term. I could see that this coach is working out. I could see that with with Conroy as the general manager, I think we're in good hands. I you know I don't I, don't, I think there's a lot of questions See, that, with the coach that's a take and the GM. We're not hearing in this city. No, that no, maybe these no, guys change their minds. That, that's all I'm saying. Yep. If they come into camp, and I think the organization's hoping for that, that at least one of them says, "You know what? This is great. I love this group of guys, and I'm just gonna. You know what? Where's that piece of paper you sent me and gave me in the summer? Just mm-hmm. add another couple hundred grand to it, and I'll sign it for seven years. And I, I if you can't get market value now, then I don't think there's a downside in waiting. Yes, the distraction is there, but you know what's going to happen. I was joking with Wes Gilbertson the other day. I said, I can almost picture where we're going to be standing at Winsport during their first second skate, after maybe after testing, where you hear Elias Lindholm say, I'm not going to speak. This will be the only time I will speak of this all season long. I'm right. a Calgary Flame, and as long as I'm here, I'm going to you know enjoy this situation and try my best. And I will not I will not speak to this for the rest of the year. And then five minutes later, in comes Noah Hannafin and says the exact same script. And then in comes Michael Backlund and says the exact same thing. I don't think it's a major downside to start the season. I don't. I certainly don't think it's a failure if they go into the season. I actually think it, it uh, shows considerable patience from a rookie GM if he's willing to go into the season with all three guys. I really do. Yeah, and, and that's something uh, Patrick and I talked about to kick off the show, and and you know better than anybody, like uh, the the return for Tyler Toffoli was maybe a little underwhelming at first blush, but then when you hear he wanted six years, you're like, ooh, okay, right? maybe that was a good deal. Damn right. And you compare what other teams got for guys like Riley Smith and some of these other guys that are I, third I think, round pick. Yeah, similar, similar ilk of same ilk. Yep. of a Tyler Toffoli. And yes, Tyler Toffoli just had a career season, but let's go back to the media. You know, at some point, he's going to go back to being more of a 23-goal scorer than yeah. he is a... He's a complimentary piece on a yeah. really good team. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. You don't put all your chips in for a Tyler yep. Toffoli. Not at age 31. No. Um, again, we're all waiting. Maybe maybe we'll get some big Flames news this week while you're here. That would be super fun. But it uh, doesn't feel like it. Looks like I don't think so. And, and because of that, we're going to try to reach out to Joey Chestnut. 
this week. If you you think you can get him, are you like he's not he's not Donald Trump to get him on the show? Like it's not that ex- we'll get him on the show. I've interviewed Joey Chestnut, wow. and I know this will be the pinnacle of your broadcasting yeah, career. I <laughs> like the last time I, I interviewed Joey Chestnut, he was half in the bag. Maybe he will be when we talk to him this week. Hopefully, so. I saw a wonderful story on Chestnut the other day, and it, it listed all of his records. Yes. Like, because it's, I think people who think it don't make the mistake of thinking he's a one trick pony. No, no, no. This guy doesn't just quaff down hot dogs. Yeah. He's got records for hamburgers. He's got records for like some of the weirdest things I've ever heard of waffles. Yep. I didn't see anything on that list about beer, and it's Stampede. Mm. Like, what's, what are you really made of? How many beers can you drink? I'm glad you said that. The, the one time I interviewed, and it was my Frost Nixon moment in broadcasting when I interviewed him about two years ago. <laughs> he had a cheat day. He ate two large pizzas and drank 36 beers within 24 hours. 36. That's like Andre the Giant, Wade Boggs on a flight, beer drinking consumption. <laughs> 36 in 24-hour period. And when I interviewed him, you could definitely hear he's had 36 beers in a 24-hour wow. period. That's and, something you can ask him. And, and you know, I think every dude would sit there and if you ask the guy, how many beers can you drink or what's your record? Every guy's going to exaggerate it. Or maybe they just can't remember, so they add mm. a couple to it. But this guy, everything he does is is recorded. Yep. Like, he can't lie and say he had 120 hot dogs in a 10-minute period. Yep. It's, it's all on record. His record is 72 or whatever the number is. Yeah. So when he says 36, I believe him. We're going to get him on the show this week. Okay. We're going to endeavor to have him on Don't the show. Don't tease me. Um, what we're doing today is uh, our intern Callum's in with us again, and he has a stampede report because we got to get the latest on what's going on at the nice. Calgary Stampede. Uh, Callum, what do you got for us? I got a whole lot today. Yahoo! All right. Yahoo! <laughs> All right. Yahoo! What's going on, Calgary? It's intern Callum here, and I got your morning stampede report. Busy first weekend on the grounds with tons of artists performing around the city, like Loud Luxury, Diplo, and even Shaquille O'Neal, or known as DJ Diesel. Saw that. Even if you didn't get out this weekend, there's still a whole lot of action going around this Monday. Shaq is here. He's known as DJ Diesel now. Uh, He's been doing a whole lot uh, in the DJ world. Um, Wow, okay. He was there Friday. I don't know. Is he here all week? Because he was here Friday at Big Four, 1030. I couldn't get tickets. So just the one day, I think. Yeah, yeah I think it was just one day. Just the one day. I Busy think he's guy. out in Las Vegas at the summer league, actually, for uh, over the NBA. How um, do you how do you white hat Shaquille O'Neal? There's no chance there's a hat that fits that guy. Ain't no, no way. Ain't no way. Devin Cooper tonight, though, six p.m. at Nashville North. Charlie Crockett will be on the Coca-Cola stage at nine forty-five, and Big Boy starting shortly after at ten p.m. on the big stage. Day three bull riding performance results had Cody Teal. Justin Woodward and J.C. Mortensen taking home the top three spots. Rodeo is back on Monday at 1.30 p.m. Day four of the Chuck Wagon start after the rodeo at 8.30 p.m. Chance Vegan was narrowly outed to fourth place on Sunday after setting a new track record on Saturday night. But Aubrey Motuwilo would do the exact same thing on Sunday as he is the first driver with a time under a minute and 10 seconds. Lane McGallivray and Jamie Labucane would round out your podium. That's your Stampede Report brought to you by Ricky's. Ricky's inviting Stampede fans for a backyard barbecue featuring Louisiana pulled pork and Texas Star barbecue burgers. Love it. Great stuff, uh, oh, Callum. Yeah. 
Thank you. Uh, and great job, Cam, using the old Yahoo. Um, Yahoo. How'd you grab a few of them? I you like know, that. Make a real stampy theme. Like your Yahoo email account, the one you use for porn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we got. Hey, can we, hey Callum. I, I, hey, like I'm just sitting in for the week. But but I, what about the idea of like you going out and seeing how many pancakes you can eat in a morning? Oh, I'd I'd love that. I I need I need a time though. I I can't do I can't be like a six a.m. wake up and eat. I give me give me like a nine a.m. time. I'll, I'll be perfect. I well, think I could probably do eight eight nine pancakes. I'm saying. Oh, you're setting the bar right away. Eight, what, what's nine. what's the over under right now? What what are you guys saying? And but how long though? <sighs> give me like I can eat nine pancakes in like three hours. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Like ten good minutes, call, like Joey call. Chestnut. Give, ten give minutes. Me, oh, so we're, we're we're doing a rundown. Mm. Yeah, ten minutes. But you have to wash it down with ten vodka OJs. Oh, okay. like that's now the stampede way. Like, now no, like if you're going to immerse yourself in the stampede report, like do it right. I'm, okay, and I'm not criticizing that great report because Aubrey Matabolo is. I'm a big fan. Listen, I back. knew he was going to hit the podium. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and you didn't even mention Lefty. A guy named Lefty won the the Bronx Saddle Bronx. Yeah. You know, I, anytime you can work a Lefty into your report, I yep. love it. But I, but just. I'm just wondering if we could maybe get him out to really do Stampede. All right, 960, 960, name and location. If you want to host intern Callum to crush some pancakes and drink some uh, vodka OJs, yeah. invite him to the house. And they screwdriver. Exactly. Text him. There's a mil- there are a million breakfasts every day, corporate breakfasts. I'm going to one right after this at 9 o'clock. Break out the George Foreman. Where, where are you going? You can come to the one that I'm going to. I, don't, I can't say what it is. Okay. Can I bring can I bring my friends, my brother and my buddy Johnny? Can they come too? Yeah, we'll get all All right. We'll get yeah, all hopped up on the good Eric balls. Mother Bleepin' Francis. Um, real quick, you said about beers. You're you're a uh, rum and coke guy. Yeah. How many rum and cokes could you if I had to put a gun to your head, how many rum and cokes do you think you could drink in a night if you had to? Oh, that's like Joey Chestnut style. I don't it, it, it depends 25? how long the night is. Twenty five? Huh. Singles? 25 singles. Yeah, singles. That's a lot of coke, eh? That's that's yeah. where it gets you. Yeah. Uh it it's one of those drinks and especially, you know, that say at the Cowboys tournament the other day. You're there from 1 in the afternoon until God knows when. Mm-hmm. And they're just keep bringing them. The ladies are so they're on it. Attentive. Attentive. And they're yep. so small. Yep. A lot of ice. Yep. So, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think it's out of the question to suggest that you could get into the 20s. Okay. And that sounds like an absolute alcoholic, but it's stampede. Yep. And and if there's no time limit, yep. Like absolutely I would never limit myself on that. And 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 I, hey, I'd love to see it. Maybe Wednesday. Are, Maybe you, Wednesday. Staff party. We're going to the staff party at Wild Horse on Wednesday. Yep. And I no, I don't want that to turn into a experiment in terms of because I, I think counting it is who counts how many drinks they have. Mm. Yeah, unless you're driving. Right, you're like okay, two. I got to stop. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But I'm not driving Wednesday. Let's put it okay. that way. So we'll get after it. Let's let, well, let's ex- we'll experiment. Okay, and then you'll have to do a show the next day, which yeah. is awesome. And that'll be an experiment too. Because well, I've never done a show hungover. Well, I I did a show after um, your pizza pig out, and you, you and I were out late that night. I was the I left when you left, and you're the host of the event. Yeah, that was And I had to one. wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I thought of you the next day. We got on a up. heater on the blackjack table. Yeah. That's why we couldn't leave. Yeah. You can't leave. And turns out all the casinos are still open this week. It's true. So staff party, casino. Yep. 20 plus rum and Cokes. 
Game Sounds on. like a plan. Uh, that's the franchise, Eric Francis. He's in all week for Matty Rose, who's nipping. He was uh, munching on a biscotti as we speak right yeah. now. Um, we'll talk to um, Shai Davidi. He's in Seattle for the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Woo! Uh, Eric loves him some baseball, and he'll uh, fire up some questions for Shai Diggity. We'll do that next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. No Rose, the franchise. Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Uh, No Rose. He is sipping on, uh, or maybe, oh, it's definitely in the afternoon there. Probably having some lunch, maybe some tiramisu, maybe a nice uh, pasta of some sort, some nice wine. Uh, Matt Rose is in Italy while Eric Francis is in all week, seven to nine, the franchise. Hey, okay. We got your brother visiting. Yeah. And your buddy from Toronto. Yeah. No, they're from Niagara Falls. Enough with the, uh, you know, do you know how hard it is for me to, to, to get, not have that Toronto Good stink call. on me Good here call. from there, from the East. That's what you're I, from I, the GTA. I'm from the East. I'm from the okay. East. That's <laughs> how we say it. People all say, right. Oh, Halifax. Yeah. I wish. I wish. Anyway, yeah. anything in Ontario is <laughs> Toronto right away. Anyway. I, I want these. I'm so damn. I'm the proudest guy of Stampede. Like, I live for Stampede. I yep. love it. I'm not a cowboy. I still need, like, uh, I got to take a pill, like an antihistamine, if I'm going to the rodeo because the horses, I'm kind of allergic. <laughs> but I okay. love Stampede. And, like, yeah. I'm telling these guys about bull bus and all this. I want, I want the, let's immerse these guys in, like, real Stampede. If there's anybody out there, I was, I was just, I looked at my phone. I thought this morning was that corporate breakfast I was going to. That's on Wednesday. Okay. So, this morning, if anyone's got a corporate breakfast and there's like a fifteen hundred of them going on around town, and they have room for four, four of us, four Yahoos, yeah. And I, I would feel a little embarrassed because none of us have hats or boots on right now. No, but but I, maybe if it's later in the week, we do it. But I want it to happen like right away. I want you guys to get right into this. Yep. I want them to have some pancakes, some vodka OJ. Anyway. Text us, 960-960. I love it. If you got room for four yahoos, we're not going to come dressed appropriately. We apologize for that, but we need to immerse these. we got to show some good old Calgary hospitality to these yeah. guys, and we need to get our drink on. Uh, if there's one thing I like to do on this radio station is leverage the show to get free stuff. 960-960, name and location. Why else would you get up this early? Exactly. Yeah. We're free at 9 a.m., yep. everybody. So if you've got yep. it, we're ready to go like right away here. Uh, I'm like the million-dollar man. Everyone's got a price. Uh, it's the Major League Baseball All-Star Game um, from Seattle. Uh, Eric Francis is super excited. Our next guest is in Seattle, uh, covers the Blue Jays Sportsnet columnist, Shai Davidi on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Shai, good morning. How are you? All right, guys. How are you? We're good. Um, did you go for a run this morning around Seattle? Is that one of your favorite places to go for a run? Uh, I haven't gone for a run yet. I'm actually just going for a walk. Uh, oh, at, at a uh, just getting a little bit of fresh air, good crisp uh, northwest uh, Pacific air, mm-hmm. and uh, it is a great city to run in. It's uh, a little bit tough because of how hilly it is in certain parts, but uh, it's uh, that makes it a little bit more fun than Toronto, where I'm usually running and you know at uh, almost prairie flat there. Shy, I'll ask you what I ask all runners. Uh, what are you running from? <laughs> uh, I'm, try- I'm trying to run from age and uh, and a gooey body. Okay, uh, fair enough. Essentially, where I'm trying to escape. Fair enough, because I always say I only run when chased, and and I don't understand the <laughs> running mentality. But good on you, man. I, it looks painful. 
and I'm sure it's really good for you. Yeah, it's uh, for me, it's uh, sometimes it feels like a nice little escape, you know, a good little bit of music or a good podcast and just sort of disengage from the world for yeah, 30, to, 30 to 60 minutes and get a little bit of workout in. Yeah, you can do that from a lounger too, you know that, hey, eh? you can escape, put on a podcast. <laughs> I, that's right. what you, I do. you get the escape, but not the exercise. Fair See? enough. Yeah, uh, and there was and there's that marathon runner who made who made the wrong turn and oh. cost herself ten thousand dollars in the wind because she turned right instead of just going straight in Georgia during the marathon. Story. Yeah, that that's a bad one. Or what about the guy who jumped in the cab and cheated yeah. at the Boston Marathon? Yeah, to try the, to, yeah. the subway. That was yeah, a great. That one. was a good one too. Rosie Ruiz, I think uh, her name was. Uh, Shy, which is your favorite city to run in? Uh favorite city to run in. Good question. San Francisco is pretty is pretty good fun, like uh, running Golden Gate Bridge and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, I, I like uh, out in like uh, getting out to Huntington Beach and running along the water there. Uh, that, that's uh, you know you can't really beat that by the ocean. Uh, those would be pretty good. Uh, New York can be fun. Do, running some of the bridges there, I do like running on bridges for some reason, and. Uh, yeah, I think those are the three that stick out right right away off the top of my head. Uh, I love it. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, Saturday, we saw the Blue Jays get no combined no hit. Like, I don't want to sound too cynical, Shy. Just combined no hitters don't do it for me. Do they do it for you? Yeah, why not? It's still like, no hitter. Right? Yeah, I know, but like, still. It's like, you, like want to see one guy, you want to see one guy do it. Yes. Want, like, for yes. sure. You want to see one guy do it. But, like. It's still incredibly rare when it's like a, a tag team no hitter, and I think it's you know I really wonder though like how if the conversation around Brandon Belt's bunt attempt would have been different if it was a one guy, a, a one person no hitter versus a, a tag team no hitter. Hmm. Because even even yesterday uh, I was just talking to a couple of baseball people and. You know, one of them was just livid. He's like, that is absolutely wrong. It's like, you should never attempt that. And my argument was, hey, he's just trying to help the team win a game. Yeah. You know, he gets on, next guy hits the home run, and we're talking to Ty Valdez. So what's wrong with if, you, if the defense is going to give that to him and just sort of ignore him, then what's wrong with taking advantage of it? And he was just like, that is not, that is wrong in a no-hitter, unacceptable. And, but there wasn't very much outcry like that. Of course, you know, he wasn't successful, and so, you know, that kind of made it the point moot. But, you know, if he was successful, I think the reaction would have been different if it was uh, one person no-hitter versus a combined no-hitter. Shy, with the no-hitter, it kind of overshadows some of the other seasons guys are having, and uh, I don't watch a lot of the baseball. How's Rance Molnix doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you know, I think he's uh, enjoying uh, his retirement. Uh, off elsewhere, yeah. It's uh, it's been a while. That platoon with uh, between him and Garth Orge at third base. That was my next question. Uh, <laughs> How's Garth doing? <laughs> He's doing well too. See, and 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 Dane Orge, his brother, he was also in the league Dane too. Dane Orge, yeah. Really? Do you know that? No, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So, and sorry, then uh, and son Kale played for Canada on the 2017 World Baseball Classic team. Boom. Mind blown. Didn't know that. Oh, sorry. 2013 World, World Baseball Classic. Amazing. I love it. Right. Um, Shai Davidi, baseball columnist for Sportsnet, joining us live from Seattle, the site of Major League Baseball. All-Star game. Home run derby tonight. Vlad Jr. in it. John Schneider's going throwing some BP here. 
If he lights it up again like he did in 2019, Shy, could this spark him and do a blockbuster second half? Because he's been okay to all right, but not the Vlad we expect or the Blue Jays need him to be. Yeah, well, I mean, that would certainly change the narrative around the home run derby participation, right? Usually it's guys talking about not wanting to do it uh, because you don't want to risk ruining their swing. And, you know, for Vladimir Guerrero Jr., maybe, uh, you know, it locks in a little bit more elevation and some of the, the power that we're expecting to see. It's been a really odd season for uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You think about the, the first, say, six weeks of the year and – you're like, okay, this is it. He's online, and it's going to be uh, just like 2021. He can help carry the team exactly what they need. And then he sits out a couple of days in Pittsburgh with some risk issues, and it's just been a struggle for him ever since, and he's kind of picked it up in the last two, three weeks. But it just hasn't been the type of season he expects. And here he is sitting with an OPS just under 800, which is not very Guerrero-like. Uh, he's still playing elite defense. He's still doing a lot of the things that you want to see him do. Uh, but you just know that there's more there. And mm. so, I, you know, could, could a home run derby unlock it? And again, that would go run counter the narrative. But maybe this is, maybe, you know, him just getting under balls a little bit and able to launch some. And even though those balls are juiced, we all know that. But, you know, maybe that, maybe that does something. But ultimately... I think he's frustrated uh, to some extent. Uh, obviously, the Blue Jays have been working as hard as they can to try to get him locked in, and that hasn't happened. And they need it. You know, there's no there's no simpler way to put it. He's just he he, he can be a dynamic force. He's an MVP caliber talent, and it just hasn't been to that level yet this year. Speaking of MVP caliber talent, how come we don't hear? about Tom Hankey anymore. He doesn't seem to be getting the accolades that he did when I was really watching a lot of baseball. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the Terminator. Hey, look, you think about him and Dwayne Ward, like one of the original bullpen combos uh, that uh, from the really sort of ushered in the sort of the new era of bullpenning in baseball where, you know, you get these dominant late-game arms shortening up the game. And... Uh, you know, Big Tom, uh, every team would love to have uh, another guy like him right now. Uh, yeah, sorry, Shy. Amen. Um, I, got, I got something to talk about Tom Hankey with you after we let Shy go. Like a serious conversation about Tom Hankey. This is serious. You know, it is serious. Uh, well, before I let you go, Shy, and thanks for playing along, um, do the Jays need a better left-handed or right-handed bat here at the deadline? They need a better a better bat. <laughs> okay. Like, All right. You know, like, I, I know we, we spend so much time talking about, you know, the handedness. And like, in an ideal world, to me, like, Brandon Belt has been great for what he's given the Blue Jays. And it's almost exactly what you would have wanted. You just won't wish there was a little bit more power there, a little bit more slug. Right? And I know he's got some doubles, and I know it's sort of been there. Um, and the getting on base has been terrific, but they they feel one bat light in that lineup. And you know, I I understand the reasons behind them trading to Oscar Hernandez. It made sense for where they were at, both with him and the fact that he's going to be a free agent. They probably weren't going to resign him, and all those different pieces. But it feels like they're missing a bat like Teoscar Hernandez in that lineup. 
there's someone behind Von Rivera Jr. who's going to make teams think twice uh, and is a threat that really affects how they pitch Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And that, that really feels like one of the pieces that they're missing. And then if they have one more bat like that, that's making the opposition think, then, you know, that feels like the lineup would come together a little bit more. And, you know, it's going to be hard to acquire that kind of a player at the deadline. They, you know, likely that they don't. But, you know, to say San Francisco, the San Francisco Giants fall out of it, you know, to me, Jock Peterson would be an ideal mm-hmm. fit for this lineup. Uh, you know, do they have the assets to make that happen? That's another conversation. But if they could get someone like that, it feels to me like that would really bring the Blue Jays lineup together. Uh, Blue Jays reporter for Sportsnet, Shai Davidi from Seattle. Shai, terrific stuff. Thanks for this. Enjoy the game. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great week. There he is on the Cheers. Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. 15-time Consumer's Choice Award winner at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast for pickup or delivery. Call 403-248-3344. Real quick on Tom Hankey. Well, not real quick. we got about six I, minutes to I wanted to, go to ask him about Tony Fernandez. Like, <laughs> does he, yes. Because that, that, that debate, I, I'm sure still, again, I'm not in the baseball world right yeah. now, but that debate surely rages on. Is he a third baseman? Or second base, short, second base, second base, short short like where do you no. want him best? Yeah, I went to an event with Tony Fernandez. Uh, he was one of the celebrities there, yeah. and uh, he was wearing a white shirt that I think he had balled up in his hand and on the plane, and then reckless. he just like unballed and he just put it on. Like I'm like Tony, mix it in an iron once in a while. All right, they uh, no, I have a, I have to, I have a Devon White story I want to share okay. with you. They used to go across the country. They still do. Jay's care. Yeah, Jay's care. And they, yeah. he came across in the winter. I uh, came to a bond spiel in Regina. God, I don't know where. I was there for some Grey <laughs> Cup or something. God help me. And I'm in a curling rink, and there's Devon White. Yeah, it, 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 a low point that's, in my life. And I, and, that's, and that's awesome. And Eric. Devon White is there, and I I think it's going to be funny to get an autograph from my buddy who just thought he was the greatest player of all time. Yeah. So I I say, can you make it out to Craig? And he, he he writes to Craig, but he writes it wrong, C R I A G. Yep. And I said, no, no, uh, Craig, like C R A I G. And then he looks really puzzled, and he looks at what he wrote. And then I said it one more time, C R A I G. Yep. And he says, that's what I wrote. And then I just said, okay, you know what? We're not going to figure this. Thank you, thank you, Devo. He can't spell Craig. Okay. Uh, but man, could he? Center track field. down anything. Yep, very smooth in center field. Is he the greatest center fielder the Flames, uh, the Flames, the Jays have ever had? We're not going to have that debate right now. All right, we don't have to. So go uh, ahead. What were you going to ask I me? I wanted Tom to ask Hankey. you about uh, Tom Hankey. So Tom Hankey uh, used to be uh, a sponsor of Aqua Velva, uh, one of my favorites to nip on if I want to get up before I go into the clubs. Oh, yeah, wear that, um, wear that uh, to the <laughs> staff party. Yeah, bring some sweet Aqua Velva. I want to ask you. Back because you're a guy who shaves every day. You're a very handsome man. You should you shouldn't you shouldn't behind behind some facial hair. Um, out of the th- I'm going to give you a list of three, and which one is from worst to first? I'm going to give you three: Aquavelva, Brute, or Original Old Spice. Which one was the scent that the lady? Which one was a guaranteed panty dropper? Eric Francis. I'm. Can I go outside the box? You can. Give me another one. Dracar Noir. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> is that still going? I think so. Does anybody know? I mean, it's pro- it's timeless, so it, it should yeah. still be going. It's like Sex Panther. It works yeah. 6, 33% yeah. of the time. Polo. Polo, Dracar Original Noir. Original Polo. Yeah. CK1 that you get in the vending machine in the bathroom. Right? 
That's that's high. In case end. you need to put a little dabble on your yeah, neck there, a little right CK one. Yeah. That's but uh Aqua Velva Brute. It's funny because when you think I I I think I don't know if it's something so my son just recently got into like wearing he's thirteen. Okay. And of course kids don't know. Yep. So he like we we've made him go back upstairs and shower and try again. He's hammering on the Oh cloak. my god. He, like is he spraying axe all over himself because he smokes a lot of weed? Yeah. <laughs> is that why? Is that why? Is that what he smells like? He's covered in axe like he's in high school to cover up all the weed smell? That's a familiar smell during Stampede. Like what what cologne is your son wearing that he's like just bathing in it right now? I can't remember what it is. It's one that I got for Christmas and didn't like. Okay. So I gave it to him. Right. You know, like, hey, son, you can have all these different scents (laughs) that I have that I don't like. I don't wear it that much. Yeah. I remember as a kid, like my uh, an uncle or an aunt would give you like a gift, like an Old Spice gift pack when before oh, Old yeah. Spice really reinvented. Yeah. It was in that old white bottle. I'm like, I'm not going to use this. It smells terrible. It smells like I'm a 70 year old man. Why would I want to wear any of this? And, and that had the deodorant, the eau de toilette, yes, and the and the oh <laughs> yeah. my god, 9.99 for that yeah. old package. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I'm like, wow, what 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 a generous and thoughtful yeah. gift. Why do you hate terrible me? smelling why, old spice? Why do you hate me? I'm your cousin. Did, why, why do you do that to me? I'm your nephew. Yeah, Drakkar Noir is a, uh, again, you have that smell. The ladies can't resist. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise you at the staff party, and, I'll, uh, and you, I'll see if you can guess what I'm wearing. Okay. Guys don't do that. They don't know what it is. I would have no idea. No, right? Nothing. Yeah. But, but if it, but, but but if it was ladies? a familiar... I think it would be if, if it was an an original Old Spice scent, I well, might, or yeah. a Brute. If I brought it with the polo, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, lot of alcohol-y, smelly. Yeah. Yep. There's going to be a lot, of, a lot of alcohol-y, smelly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. At the stuff. As you're trying to drink 25 uh, rum. Has and anybody cups. invited us to Nobody their corporate has. party? Wow. I, uh, I, I like Stetson? You, yeah. I like how you invited me to co-host on the week when nobody's listening. Like, this has got to be your lowest listenership of the entire season. It it has to be. Yeah. Um, high karate is one we got too. Uh, Stetson's another one. Stetson. High karate. That's a little before my time. Yeah. Do you remember high karate? I, like it's what did it familiar, smell like? But I never. I like, didn't know. What did it smell like? A it. judo chop? Like I don't even understand what's <laughs> high karate. Uh, All right, uh, that's it for us. Um, Patrick, do you want you want to grab one of these numerous microphones here? Yeah, here I am. Hi. Hey. Uh, what do you got coming up at Mucho Big Show, Big Show uh, we'll Plus, more Big Show, support. Big Show, Hour 4? Yep. We'll have a stat support, and we'll, uh, we'll replay our uh, Connie conversation. Okay. There you go. Yeah, the general manager of the Flames, Craig Conroy, joined us at 7 o'clock. We found out a lot of things. Uh, we talked about his poker game, uh, the scariest guy he played against, the most intense guy he played against. Oh, and he talked about the goaltending, Hannafin, Lindholm, et cetera, et We cetera. had a lot to cover. Yep. Uh, and his fight with Patrick Waugh. Yep. After he uh, rang him off melon. It's one of my favorite stories of his. And he has a lot of stories. Yeah. Super good guy. Uh, that's yeah. it for us. Uh, you'll be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Yeah. We and, look forward and, to that. And we're open to invitations tomorrow after the show. Yeah. Okay. For a, yeah. For Let's a set the corporate table now. breakfast. Before I get in, because I'm coming in late tomorrow. Coming in okay. hot. Okay. You guys asked me to not come in too early. Sure. You don't want too much. Yeah. You can roll in at 7 exactly if yeah, you want. I think I did today. That's totally fine. So, yeah. If anyone has a corporate party and yep. they want... To introduce two Eastern folk yep. to our wonderful heritage, our culture here. Mm-hmm. Please invite us. Yep. We'll dress appropriately tomorrow. Sure. Uh, that's Eric Francis. Uh, I'm George. That's it for us. Uh, listen to more Big Show straight ahead with our man Patrick Dumas. Have a terrific day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog.